Hello. Thank you for downloading another podcast. I would say if you've not listened to yesterday's, that's worth going and finding as well, because sometimes this podcast is like edited highlights of things I've done on the radio. Other times there are some calls that you just can't get away with. So instead, I'll put them in the podcast one. I think there were three in yesterday's. So go and get that. Get subscribed is the general vibe of doing a podcast anyway these days, isn't it? So you can find us wherever you find this. Get subscribed. Uh, tweet at Mr. Stephen Allen. But meanwhile, get yourself a hot drink, maybe settle down and have a listen to the things we did on the radio earlier today. Sounds good in theory, but in practice, that'd be creepy. Trying to explain that to customs. And what's in this jar? Uh, It's time 107.5. Good afternoon, I'm Steve. Thank you for some of the messages, people getting in touch. Thank you to uh, Nikki on Twitter about uh, end of a video that I posted there. I do look weird. You're right, that is. I've got that kind of... I do Hannibal Lecter face. That's what I do in that video. But that's not what we're here to talk about. I mentioned that simply to say that you can get in touch. Social media, all of that luck. Uh, we'll go through some of the stuff in the papers. I did spot this today. A mini wrapped in 2,000 Christmas lights is to begin a five-week tour of the UK to raise money for charity. So keep an eye out for this. We might see it. And they're raising money for MS Trust and Alzheimer's Society and other charities across the trip. That's really nice. A couple of things on this, though. 2,000 Christmas lights being driven around the country. I imagine it needs to be followed by another car raising money to try and fight climate change. They'll cancel out somehow, won't they? It's like this This is basically the anti-Greta. Going on a big tour, because she did the boat thing across to America to say, oh, never mind you old people, we should save the planet and cut carbon. And this is a car driving around, spending carbon, trying to save some old people. Leave them in a room, let them fight it out. There we go. I mean, look, I we joke about the fact that this is going to use a lot of electricity for all the lights no it's only 2000 christmas lights and they're tiny little lights aren't they there is no way there's as much light coming off that car as there is off your average audi driver who can't be bothered to dip their headlights on an evening Uh, i did earlier on mention from my face hole something to do with cars and electricity Not electric cars, I was just talking about electricity and cars, and yet that's enough to kick that off as a debate. Um, 01708741075 to the phones, hello. Good afternoon, Steve, how are you? I am doing very well, thank you. How are you, Steve, from Upney? I'm right, I was watching the programme dispatches, I saw about electric cars. Yes. Yeah, apparently, uh, people around the country get a charge their cars up, and there's no electricity, (laughs) because... Well, that's not enough electricity in the pylons. But this is why we need better infrastructure. There's no way the future has anything other than electric cars, surely. Well, once you get electricity, you have to burn gas, don't you? No. No, you can get electricity from nuclear sources and from renewable sources. Yeah, I mean, I'll not be far watching for Mad Max last time. I mean, unless it's one of them cars. <laughs> but I don't think that one was based on a true story. I think the Mad Max example might not be the strongest point here. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It's, just, it's just ridiculous. I mean, you're charging points. I mean, they'll be, they'll be killed away around the N25 about five times. Well, at least nothing changes there. Richard, Richard Ashcroft. I didn't realise that'd be hard to say. Which, sounding good, given that he's the... 
shadow health minister these days is that right uh, it's time 107.5 afternoon i'm steve thank you very much for getting in touch i didn't realize we'd end up talking about electric cars today but i accidentally used that word or those two words near each other and we're up and running um 01708741075 hello uh, hello steve hello uh, there it's wave for big deal how you doing um not too bad looking forward to christmas this year why is that we're moving out of oh, big deal moving to alberton Oh, Alpington. I've been, I did a gig in Alpington a couple of years ago. They have yeah. a naturist um, group, group there, in case you're interested. Yeah. Oh, right. Mm. Uh, what, what's it called? Um, Alpington Naturist Society. Oh, oh yeah, Alpington Naturist. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't recommend it, not in this weather, but no, uh, no, they've got no, it there. No, yeah. but talk about electric cars, right? Yeah. Um, how are you going to charge them if there's no PowerPoints in, in the street? Yeah, that's why we need more PowerPoints in the street, I suppose. Yeah. Without them, you can't charge them up anyway, can you? No. They, they brought in a new rule that any new buildings will have to have an electric car charging point, which yeah, I, I did I did think that if you're on a 10th floor flat, that's going to need a really long extension cable. Yeah, you do, yeah. Well, I th- there's probably money to be made in that, so maybe we're going to business making extension cables. Also, on the email, uh, there's um, Smudger in Tagenham says, Good afternoon, Steve. Well, I'm going to help save energy. Um, and uh, thus save the planet by turning off my electric alarm clock. Oh, plus I'm retired now, so I don't really need it anymore, but at least the, it's the thought that counts as the saying goes. Now, look, so you know what it's like sometimes when you've, you've got to go to work and you don't want to do a lot of hard work. You want to turn up half drunk, maybe talk about Peppa Pig World, do a car impression and go home. We all have days like that. And I'm getting close to it today because it's another one of those easiest phone-ins ever. It's low-hanging fruit in the world of radio. I know I'm not proud that we'll do this as a topic. But it's really easy and is in the paper, so we're just going to do it for today's... It's the easiest phone-in ever. Proper jingle, that. Um, in the papers, feel-good classic Mrs. Doubtfire has been named the nation's favourite duvet day film. A duvet day, duvet day. The 1993 film starring Robin Williams is the one that we want to snuggle down to when feeling ill. So look, straight away, we're two paragraphs into a tabloid story. You know the question. What's your duvet day film? What's the film that you can re-watch again and again and makes you feel a little bit better? It will come as no surprise to you that for me, it's Back to the Future. Of course it is. In 1984, I'm sure you can get plutonium in every high street store. I don't know why I always do a Jackie Mason impression when we're talking about it, but there we go. Um, so it's over to you for the easiest phone in ever, the film that you can re-watch and absolutely love. Yes, I'd put The Matrix on that film in that list as well. Of course I would, because I've not grown up yet. So what's yours? Um, the Harry Potter series took second spot on this official list. The Lion King was third. Shrek, Toy Story, Forrest Gump uh, and Grease. Oh, that'd make it onto the list as well. Definitely. This is a survey carried out by Fisherman's Friend. i got no idea why you'd... That's not going to make you have a fisherman's friend, is it? But anyway, they do that to get in the papers. We gave them a mention. Uh, on average, Brits have three sickies a year, but two in ten say they worry about annoying their boss. Well, not when there's a good film to watch. So, for today's easiest phone in ever, you do a film. The ones you can keep re-watching. I, a, a splash used to be on the list as well for me, but I don't think I've got that VHS anymore. So, there you go. Uh, you can get in touch. It's the easiest phone in ever. In the papers today, Amazon are selling a one kilogram Lindor truffles bowl thing for thirteen forty nine. It says they're listing Black Friday deals, and I've got to be honest: the idea of a kilogram 
worth of chocolatey truffly stuff seems like a good idea but the problem with that is if i get it delivered from amazon the other half's gonna see it and be like oh i can't believe you bought that for us to share and i'd be like oh yeah sharing yeah that's that's exactly what i was planning to do with that <clears throat> and also it's a kilogram so it's too big to get it delivered to that po box i've got registered for stuff i do want to sneak into the house but anyway that's not what we're here to talk about I'm pleased to say. We're talking about the easiest phone-in ever that we've done. It's the easiest phone-in ever! In the news, a survey about the films you can re-watch again and again, so I'm asking, which films can you re-watch again and again? Teddy Nell Park says, Afternoon, Steve. Films that you can watch over and over? That's close enough. Yeah. He says, Darby O'Gill, is that how you pronounce it? And The Little People. Sean Connery sings. He shouldn't have. Ah. I've never seen it, but I look forward to the idea of watching it. Top of the poll that they did in the newspaper, Mrs. Doubtfire is the one that people can re-watch aplenty. 01708741075 to the phones. Hello. Hello, Steve from Upney Snap. I, I, I like Mrs. Doubtfire. Oh. I love it. I watch it over and over again. Can't miss it. I love it. What's your favourite bit of Mrs. Doubtfire? The music. The music in the film is absolutely... I like the bit where he's uh, not got the mask on and yeah. uh, face face plants the cake to make it look like he's wearing a, a mask or she's wearing a mask yeah and then yeah and then when the, the corn catches alive and he, he sits far to his um, breasts oh dear um do you know yeah. what actually mrs Daffer, i know someone who's in that film are you yeah no not me but i know someone who's in it yeah yeah if you find if you find some uh, from the music from the film it'd be great some great tracks in that in that in that, in that film because i can't think of any of the songs that are used in mrs doubtfire uh, I know there's a Frank Sinatra one in there. Is there? Yeah, I think there's a Frank Sinatra one in there. I think there's a heavy rock one in there. Frank Sinatra did a heavy rock song, did he? Wow. No, Frank Sinatra. I can't remember the name of the record. Frank Sinatra. And also there was another a rock group, a famous American rock group. Well, you know, one of them records, you know, piece better for your memories, is it? Well, um, not that many music. memories by the sound of it, but I see what you mean. <laughs> Afternoon, Steve, says Andrew from Raynham. Uh, being the old romantic that I am, it has to be Love Actually and Holidays, the films that I can re-watch over and over again. Do you enjoy re-watching Love Actually, or is it just like, oh, it's Christmas, isn't it? That, that one's on again. Have a slice of that. The... What have we got going on here? Um, Afternoon, Steve, on the text. The Thunderbirds feature film... <laughs> Oh dear, says Kevin in Hornchurch. Uh, particularly at the end, where Scott's disguise makes him a George Michael lookalike. I've not seen the film, so I'm hoping that's not offensive what you've said. But uh, hopefully not. FAB, Kevin in Hornchurch, and there's a request in there as well. Yeah, we'll get those on after four. The films that you could re-watch over and over again, and it uh, never le- never lose any of the shine. Those, those hearty romantic ones, those ones that make you feel good, the ones that lift your spirits. I say that as Smudger in Dagenham just emailed and said, I could watch One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. <laughs> yeah, good. there's nothing quite like watching someone get some of that electroconvulsive therapy to really improve your day. Is that what you're saying to me? I think it is. Kevin in Hornchurch says, Steve, not sure if you will have enough time. Of course I've got time to mention this. I'm doing a full hour of this. Why would I... I've got another phone-in topic we picked in the papers, but why? Um, but there's another film called Chances Are, starring Sybil Shepherd, Ryan O'Neill and Robert Downey Jr. And a great love theme, um, after all, sung by Cher and Chicago's Peter Cetera. N- really? That's that kind of 
time when they made loads of films and if if you found one you could really get into it like the bruce willis film blind date with kim bassinger as we used to say about them it was a simpler time um that's one that i rewatched absolutely loads they're all it's just nice that there's a film you can just sit sit through it again why not you know what happens and it's all good um and obviously i like the back to the future thing 1.21 gigawatts all of that um, on that topic, I did say every time I try and do a Doc Emmett Brown impression, it goes a little bit Jackie Mason. Valerie says, I interviewed Jackie Mason once many years ago. You sound exactly like him. Thank you. I'm not trying to, though. I think that's the problem. I'm trying to sound like someone else. Um, she says, I watch and rewatch Deep Throat Goodfellows coming in a second close. Uh, I Googled it to make sure I could say that. Just checking. You know, because it's the Watergate one, isn't it? That's what I found out. That was link one anyway. You don't want to know the rest of them. Um, Smudger says, how about Life of Brian? He's not coming out. He's been a very naughty boy. Yes, excellent scene. Just makes me laugh and brings back memories of when I was younger. And my mum used to say it to my mates. Oh, so you're the messiah. Or did I get the wrong end of the stick on that one? 01708741075. Hello. Oh, how are you doing? I'm doing all right. I'm just listening. You're just listening? Well, that's good. Back to the Future. Yeah, and every time we watch it, the movies that we've watched before, we can watch a hundred times. I absolutely so much, love it. No, I'm not listening. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I know what we're doing on the show. I, I'm vaguely aware of it. Yeah, no, I love the. I love that film. Is that your favourite film as well to rewatch? The one of them, yeah. Back to the Future. You, you still get excited at the same part. I d- again, yeah. You you seem to be. <laughs> Calling in to tell me my side of this conversation. Yeah, I know I get excited whenever you watch. <laughs> I love the bit. Well, basically, any Doc Brown scenes. He's brilliant. See, and go, Brownie, go, go on the on the stage. Yeah. You want to get up and dance? I do. Yeah. I actually, when I was at school, I used to play the guitar and I learned how to do the Back to the Future lead break. You know. Oh, the- wicked! I bet that made you hate popular. Well, let's not stretch it as far as popular. <laughs> <laughs> couple of emails through on this one nick h says hi steve two films we often watch again and again when we can't find anything new to watch pulp fiction and hot fuzz one's a family film i'll give you that says there's another one that i've watched several times my blue heaven with steve martin yet i've yet to meet anyone else who's seen it though nick nice to meet you i went to the cinema to see it that's a um who's the other guy who's in it the i'm gonna google it i'm gonna it's martin short i guess because if it's steve martin it's martin short Steve Martin, um, my blue. Is that the one where you talk about crumpling the suit? He's being all gangsterish. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Rick Moranis. Of course it is. There's the scene in the motel thing where he gets his jacket and just scrunches it up and says, "If you're just going to sit around on the bed in the in the bottom half of that expensive suit, is that where they have a lesson about how to pronounce things in in Italian?" Beautiful work. And now the problem is, this is what's gone wrong with the radio radio show. Um, an email will come through from someone that will just get me off on one that I'll just start talking about a film that I love and it'll be too much for you. And I don't blame you. Because this one here comes through from, who's this? Tucker? Saying, Total Recall. Arnie and the Baddies, Michael Ironside and Ronnie Cox. Brilliant. Yes, mate. I tried to get my missus to watch the original Total Recall and we. she said, oh, I'm not really, not really into this. She, he hadn't even been to Recall by then. And even had the, the holiday thing implanted in his head. Back in the day, in my youth, me and a mate called Pete, we used to go drinking. 
and this is after stand-up comedy gigs we go to the phoenix artist bar so you can drink through till four in the morning and we would spend most of that time drinking and just doing scenes from total recall to each other my favorite and it's difficult to beat the bit where the doctor says inside your mind i'll be dead with no one left to guide you out you'll be lobotomized that's a really good scene but for me it's the fight scene near the lift that ends with Arnie delivering a line so Arnie-esque where he goes, Consider that a divorce. In the news today, the UK visa scheme for prize-winning scientists has received no applications. It's from New Scientist magazine, says exclusive, the fast-track visa route for Nobel Prize laureates and other award winners in science, engineering and the humanities has failed to attract any applicants. It... It was a brave move. You know what I mean? The idea of like, how do we fix the immigration situation? I know. Let's have a policy where if you've won an, uh, a Nobel Prize, we'll let you straight in. No, if any Nobel Prize winners, come on, we'll fast track you. That is like like 15 years ago, me saying, if you are a Victoria's Secrets model, just get in touch. You won't have to go through the normal couple of dates to get to know each other. Just get it, get it. What's that? No emails about that? Well, who'd have thought? Uh, Meanwhile, we're doing the easiest phoning we can about the films that you rewatch again and again. And it, that's what it was originally, but now it's just people saying films that are just getting me too excited. Ted in Elm Park says, Nearly all Steve Martin films, but The Man With Two Brains, brilliant, especially the song they sing. If you like me and I like you, that one. If you like me and I like you. Him and Mr. Milmer. See what I mean? Just get excited, right? Uh, you can get in touch by uh, emailing onair at time1075.net. You can also uh, take it to the phones, 01708 741075. Hello. Oh, hello, Steve. It's Lynn. Hello there. Hello. Um, yeah, I like a rom-com myself. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, I like um, Bridget, the Bridget Jones films, um, uh, Slips in Seattle, When I Met Sally, all those sort of films. I've not seen Back to the Future either. I mean, I, you know, so many films I haven't seen. You've, so you've not seen Back to the Future? So all of that time when I'm sat around acting out different scenes from back to the future i don't know what you're on about <laughs> there's a so kevin just got in touch and he said uh, steve roads where we're going we don't need roads does that make any sense to you no could you not, not see that the future <laughs> not a clue <laughs> we're gonna have to start dishing out homework for this show aren't we we've got to be all up to speed with the same pointless references that i keep going on about in the papers today, Harry Potter author J.K. Rowling has said that she received met so many death threats that I could paper the house with them. Firstly, that is a terrible, it's, it's appalling, that is a disgraceful thing to do. I also want to just double check. She does realise you don't have to print them out because you, you just read them on whichever device that they've got through. If anything, you're just letting them win even more by wasting that much paper. And even if you, did, if you wanted to paper your house... You don't have to print things on it. Just take the paper straight out of the in-tray of the printer and paper your house with it. I think that, if anything, would be better than printing off all of this, all of these nasty tweets that are addressed to, like, whatever it is, like, at JK Rowling. You stick that on the outside of your house, everyone will know where you live. What's that? Everyone knows where she lives. Okay, good point. Well, we'll move on from that one. And back to talking about these films. So, like, thank you to Martin, who I, hopefully you've Googled this rather than um, actually know the script that well but he just sent me a slice of script that says one minute you'll be the savior of the rebel cause and right after that you'll be cohagan's bosom buddy you'll even have fantasies about alien civilizations as you requested but in the end back on earth you'll be lobotomized but no if people haven't seen that film i'm just making noises now i do love an arnie film 
Those were the days. Uh, on the text, 85 travel 2 start your message with the word time. Uh, Steve, what's that film where Arnie plays an 18th century German composer and delivers the line, I'll be back? Thought you were being serious then, Kevin. Shouldn't have printed that one out. It's a waste, wasn't it? Um, you can take it to the phones. 01708 741075. Hello. Afternoon, Steve. I've got a classic film for you. Yes. Party Party. Do you know what? I've never seen Party Party. No, you're joking. No, I'm not joking. What happens in it? What's, what's it about? Basically about a party, A party. It Is it about a party? <laughs> Is it about two parties? <laughs> uh, no. All right. Cause... All your stereotypical people at a party, you're drunk, you're ugly bird, you're good-looking girl, the geezer wants to fight, the geezer throws up, the geezer falls down the stairs. You must watch it. Well, if I want all that, I'd just stay home. Well, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> that, i tell you what. If you have Robert De Niro waiting, talking in Italian, you're in the middle of a cheese dream. That's what's happening to you right there. Afternoon, I'm Steve. A um, couple of things I wanted to talk about. Uh, one of them, is, well, firstly, is that in the papers today, the story of the Australian who got in trouble, the TV presenter, for upsetting Adele. Now, that's that's yesterday's story from Larry. I never thought I'd say these words out loud, but Larry was ahead of the, st- the newspapers, actually bringing you useful information. Oh, feel, feels weird even thinking such a thing. Plus, also, in the papers today, household chores are good for the mind and physical health. They can apparently... house Doing housework keeps you quick-witted. And I read that story and thought to myself, yeah, I'm all right, I could lose a few points. Mm. Now, what do I need to be quick-witted for? Given a choice between being quick-witted whilst doing this show, is it necessary? Or getting away with not doing housework? Ah! I'd rather be a fool. Um, Household chores are good for you. Doing the washing up, dusting and making the bed keeps the memory sharp. Also helps people over 60 recover more quickly from a fall. I can't help thinking this is research that has come about because some scientist was getting in the neck for not doing enough housework. What's the latest research grant being spent on? Oh, I've, I've proved that doing housework is actually really good for your health, darling. So maybe... Just a little bit. I can't help but think there's some bias in this. The study of 489 adults divided them into two age bands, the 21s to 64s and the 65s to 90s. They made a 90-year-old do housework. Oh, that's going to look wrong, isn't it? Um, The professor of the Singapore Institute of Technology said housework was associated with sharper mental abilities, better physical capacity, but only among the older group. I'll sit this one down for a bit then. Um, participants were tested on their sit-to-stand speed and their mental agility. I can't help think that if you are quite mentally agile, you wouldn't put yourself forward for doing this. Oh, you'd like to help with my research? Yeah, what do I have to do? I have to stand up loads and go do some housework. Yeah, you're right, actually, mate. I think I'll be fine. But I did think there are some jobs around the house which aren't troublesome at all. We, I want two lists. I want the, the job that you hate the most. For me, anything to do with a toilet, I'm not interested. I'd rather buy a new one. I, oof, someone else can do a toilet. But a lot of other things, I don't mind. Ironing, oh, I'll spend the afternoon ironing. Oh, I, I love a good iron. I'm pretty good at it. For me, ironing isn't just about making the clothes. He says realising he's wearing one that's not iron. But the for me, ironing is more of a academic pursuit. The fact that you can kind of work out what's the right angle to get that shoulder looking good. Oof, right in there. 
According to scientists, doing housework uh, will make you live longer. Make you feel, it'll feel like you live longer. Wee. Covered. Yeah. Um, and it's actual research they've done that apparently it keeps you sharp-witted. It's good for the brain. Um, Jane in Collier Row says, Hi, Steve. I think I must be like Einstein then, as I do all the housework in my house. The worst job is ironing for me, especially ironing shirts. Isn't that interesting? I hate toilet things. Pretty, I have a good time doing a shirt. Whereas you do everything else, you don't like shirts. We could come to a good solution. I'll do your shirts, given as your name's Jane, you probably don't wear that many. You can do my toilet. The, the ratios will not be in your favour. A lot of meat. A lot of meat in the diet. Uh, and then Smudger gets in touch and says, Hi, Steve. I love most chores around the house. It's like therapy, but I'm not keen on ironing. Am I the oddball again? And what I do is I put my clothes on the wooden floor and press them with my hands. It always gets good results, plus saves on electric, thus helping to save our planet. Nice. Probably buffs your floor as well. Two birds and all that. Well, clearly, doing all that housework has kept you uh, very smart. You must be very wise, very astute of brain, if you're spending your time on all fours pushing your clothes into the floor. I guess, I guess that means you're clever. Thank you for listening to that. That's the podcast done. Thank you for that. Yeah, as I say, tweet me at Mr. Stephen Allen. You can subscribe wherever you can find to subscribe. doesn't really bother me where. I mean, leave a nice review on the iTunes one would be a good thing. But who wants to join the rat race of begging for approval? I've done enough of that in previous relationships. Meanwhile, um, just get yourself enjoying the rest of your day. We might do a podcast tomorrow. There'll be more by the end of the week. As soon as the next one arrives, download and listen. And until then, have a bleeping good time. Bye.